You may kill me, but you may never insult me. Who am I? I'm Kevin Jack Sparrow. Get the truth about movies on the movie show. If he were telling the truth, he wouldn't have told us. <laughs> Tell them, Sparrow! Unless, of course, he knew you wouldn't believe the truth, even if you told it. Mm-hmm. Hello? Joey, it's Ross. I need some help. Help has come your way because you are listening to the movie show. What is up? I'm listening. <laughs> Ryan, what are you doing? I wasn't prepared for that. Okay. Maybe I should do the other one. All right, here we go. What, wait, what did you say? I didn't even hear what you said. <laughs> that was very interesting. I was trying to think of addressing how, how I was going to say hello or name the person that is listening to the show if I don't know their name. Oh, is that what went through your head? Okay. So I was like, so. hello, you. <laughs> wow. Shall we do that again? Okay, here we go. Take two. In three, two, one. What is up? You. <laughs> this is the movie show. On Active FM. With Sash. With Ryan. And with you. Yes. Yeah. Welcome to our show. Yes, welcome to our show. Today we are going to be reviewing a romance drama comedy. For me it was more of a romance comedy than it was a drama. I would love to know from our listener why you clicked on the show. <laughs> is it because you didn't know the... The, the film. The, the film. Or is you, you didn't know the film? You thought there was a new member in the movie show called Emma. No, there's actually a movie called Emma. Shocking, right? Yeah, maybe your daughter's name is Emma. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Maybe you watched Emma if you did. Good job. Okay, so I'll, let's just start the show off straight away. I watched this, this film, and the reason I watched it was because of the main actress. Her name is Anya Taylor-Joy. That is her name. And... I saw her, I went, I went on Instagram and I was looking through her feed and I happened to find the Emma trailer because it's, it's one of her recent posts because the film did come out in 2020. So I then watched the trailer and I was like, oh, that looks interesting. But I, Ryan, I promise I didn't watch it for the movie show. I actually wanted to just watch it for myself. So I did. And I thoroughly enjoyed it. Like I didn't expect to enjoy it as much as I enjoyed it. You know, when you're like, well, you know, let's just give it a try type of thing. Yeah, I didn't really get much from the, the, the trailer personally, so I watched it. But after watching it, I was like, this film was brilliant. I thoroughly enjoyed it. And then I was like, Ryan, don't you want to watch a romance for the movie show? So Sashi picked the movie, mm-hmm. clearly. <laughs> if I had watched this film, I would have skipped right over it. What? As in, no, I'm, what I'm saying is that if I watched it, I, there was no way I was going to be like, let's do this for our show. Ryan, you have made me do a cartoon before. I would just like to put that out there. Ryan was like, you must watch this movie for the movie show. Okay, cool. I got it. Start watching. I'm like, this is a freaking animation. He's making me watch an animated film. Which so one was that? It was Wonder Park. Oh. The only, you were lucky that the porcupine was funny. Was it as soon as the film? porcupine was funny, I was like, I forgive him. That porcupine that, was epic. That movie was more entertaining for me. Than this one. movie. No, right? Are you serious? Yeah. Are you are you being Be serious? <gasps> I mean, there was nothing wrong with it. Um, it was good. Um, but uh, <laughs> I, I was like, eh, okay. Well, you're such a guy. I will tell you the, the stuff that I did love about this film, though. Oh, I, so there was stuff. I actually, I actually had to write it down, mm-hmm. and I think this is purely on the production side. Okay, so first of all, the humor. Mm-hmm, I enjoyed the humor. Tick. Um, 
The second thing is the strong color setup. Yes. Was awesome. Yes. The for me the way that they planned. Um, so I'll, I'll just give an example of the one scene that I saw. Uh, they used a lot of complementary colors. Mm. So what the person was wearing, and if you don't know this, uh, they don't just write a script to make a movie. They actually decide on a color palette. Yeah. And they hand that color palette to the production designer, the people doing the costumes. Sit. And exactly. So it even goes to their clothing. And the one, the one room they're sitting in, like what they're wearing, and even the cakes and the room, <laughs> everything's like complimentary. And the one scene specifically where they're outside, she's wearing, I think she was wearing something orange or pink. What's complimentary to green? Pink. Opposite. So it was it's, pink. It is pink. And the green grass, green uh, tree. So that you shoot at a specific time of the year. Good planning on that one. <laughs> and then they're walking outside and there's a part where she sort of walks like sort of uh, more closer to the tree and she turns around. I'm like, look at that. That's a picture. Look at the colors, everything. So with there, I was like, wow. Ryan, was like, do you want to sure. know something interesting? Just that you, the fact that you just said that's a picture. Do you want to know something interesting? I know the director was a photographer. Yes. And this is her first feature film it's the first wow. film she's ever freaking made and it came out like this but she was a photographer beforehand so you can see not beforehand she is a photographer sorry yes in fact she was even walking around on set taking photos literally she's directing yeah so she's like okay have another take <laughs> <laughs> yep uh so you can do that again no 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 of the of the actual like people on set yes, and stuff like no. that so it wasn't yeah but she that, so it's actually quite interesting that you said that because that obviously came through. That for me. And because um, the first thing I started looking at was I started looking into her, obviously. Yeah. I looked at her photo styles and stuff like that. And she has this very, um, she, she's got a look in, a, a look to her yeah. photos. Obviously, she's she's very, what is the word I'm looking for? Quirky. No, mm, I don't know. No, she, she's very, she, she, it's like, it's like if there's a specific actor or when somebody is involved like Michael Bay there's Mike, there's there's uh, lens flares oh yeah okay what she's saying she's, she's got, got a look yeah her. you, can, yes. you can I was even trying to look at her lighting I'm like what is it about the lighting what is it about her lighting she's, she uses a lot, a lot of low key lighting so yeah. I was like brilliant do you know that someone described this movie as who I, don't, I can't remember who it was now but someone said it was like the inside of a cupcake yeah do you get what I'm yeah, saying? Definitely. Like that, the, the whole like color and it was like saturated. It was like That's they took the saturation up, and uh, that was very cool. I thoroughly so, enjoyed that color setup. Mm. Uh, there, I was like entertained. Half of the conversation I missed because I was just looking <laughs> at the set. The third thing is that uh, a very strong um, 1800s feel. Yes. The way that they spoke, the way that they carried themselves. I was like very impressed. But it's Jane Austen. It's a Jane Austen novel. So you know Jane Austen wrote Pride and Prejudice, also now Sense and Sensibility. Yeah, so it's the same author. So there's actually been a lot of re readaptions or adaptions, should I say, of um, the film. The, it's a novel. It was first a novel. So there's obviously been many film adaptions throughout the years. Obviously, this is just... Per I, I personally don't want to go watch any of the other ones because I'm just like... This one was brilliant. I'm happy with this one. Are you one. scared of the other ones? I don't... Uh, you don't know what's in there. I don't... Personally, I don't think they'll make... They, I don't think they'll be as good as this one. And also, you know when you... you 
you're like, that's Emma. Or that's Mr. Knightley. Or do you get what I'm saying? Like you, you put the, the actor to the character and you like, that's uh, yours. So I don't really want to go now and watch someone else be Emma. And you don't want to ruin it. No, I'm happy. I'm happy you. with this film, yeah. I get you. And the way that they spoke, I never understood half of the stuff that they were saying. <laughs> but it, like, I don't, I don't know if I've ever watched a film where they, they, the script was so strongly written, like all their words and the way that they... Yeah, it was the 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 vocab was as colourful as the they described the, set. Yeah. the way that they felt. They yeah. described how uh, you know I, I will gladly go with you instead of yeah, cool. Well, let's go. <laughs> let's go. And then the dance, the way that they were dancing was cool. Or should I say dance? Dance. Dance. No dance. dance. It was a British film. Yeah. So um, I think yeah, it was. And then, of course, something that I picked up with the film as well is that so you've got this very strong everyone holding themselves together. They have to behave themselves. And then as it got towards the end, like they started sort of breaking out. Yeah. And because the movie obviously became a lot more like emotional, you were like, <laughs> you know, and then, um, oh yeah, and the sets were cool. Yeah, the sets were very So that's all I liked about the film. That's a lot. That You have a long list there. I watched this movie twice. So I watched it the first time without subtitles. Wow. <laughs> I watched it the first time without subtitles, not for the movie show. So I was just watching it for myself. Then the second time I actually got subtitles and I found with the subtitles and even watching it a second time, I now understood because in these type of films, they're always like, oh, Mr. Knightley and oh, Mr. Alton. And you're like, who's Mr. Alton? Who's Mr. Knightley? You like almost get lost yep. in the names. Exactly. The second time watching it, I actually knew everything. I was like, oh, ah, ah, that was it. So I, that I, if you would watch it a second time, I would recommend you watch it a second time just because you actually do get the storyline. It was directed by, so it's, she's a female, she, <laughs> and her name is Autumn DeWild. And she was born in, on October 21st, 1970. She is an American photographer and film director, best known for her commercial work photography of musicians, as well as her music video works. And in 2020, she released her first feature film. First directed feature film, and that was Emma. Budget for the film is only ten million dollars, right? Only ten. Only ten. That's impressive. That eh? is impressive, right? And then box office was twenty-six million US dollars, which I mean, it did it, it more than doubled. It, it did more than double. Obviously, I think it's one of those films. Like Ryan, I don't think you would have ever watched this film if it weren't for the movie show. Like I said. I most likely would have started watching it. And, and then I'd be like, okay, let's go watch <laughs> Avengers again. <laughs> the, the cast, I thoroughly enjoyed the cast. Every single person was brilliant in their character. They really did well. So Emma is played by Anya Taylor-Joy. And she's normally, honestly, so she's acted in films. She acted in, I haven't watched most of the stuff she's in. The one thing I did watch was The Queen's Gambit, which is a, it's about chess. It's a chess, it's a series. Um, and she's a, a world, she becomes basically the best, um, female American chess player in the world. So that was pretty good. But in there, her character, she becomes, she's an orphan who they give, like, you know, they give them, drugs basically it's is drugs basically to calm the children down but then she actually gets addicted to all of that so she's got problems so she almost plays like a troubled character she was in split she was in the new mutants she was in another series called peaky blinders but all of them are whenever i've seen her she's in a very either depressed role or a very hard role or like the one thing 
I've I've watched her in things and not liked her at all as a obviously it's her character so she's actually a very good actress but in this film she's completely different she's she's like you can see she's this young girl who doesn't know much she she thinks she owns the world in fact she actually described her own character as she's rich and she feels like the world is her dollhouse. So that's why she can kind of control it and make it do whatever she wants it to do, which they bring across in the film. But I thought she was very good. The other, the other actors I personally didn't recognize. So you had Johnny Flynn who played George Knightley. I thoroughly enjoyed him. I thought he was very good. You had Maya Goth who played Harriet Smith. The way she talks, that's the Emma's best friend. That she's trying to hook uh, up. Yeah. But the way she talks was just... And the way she walked and the way... She was brilliant. The, she was one of the comical aspects of the film, was yeah. her. Like, she really I brought agree. across... She was brilliant. And then Bill Nye, I think that's how you pronounce his surname, was Emma's father. When I saw that guy, I was like, ah, look who's here. I thoroughly enjoyed him. He was brilliant. Where do you know him from? We know him from... Uh, Parts of the Caribbean. Did you recognize him yes, though? Immediately. And then there's a movie that you've watched that we watched. It was a movie about that guy that can go back in time. Oh, in time. In oh, time. yes, he is in time as and well. He's yes, the father. Yeah. Yes, I I recognized his face, but I couldn't put his face to anything. And then I went and searched. I was like, Oh my gosh, he's Davy Jones, the octopus pirate. Aha. Yes, that's that's the. Fa- but that he's such a brilliant actor because honestly, he came across as like this poor old man who's sick and who has lost his mind. Do you feel a draft? Yeah, but I loved him. Quickly, quickly bring I loved his character. And he was barely in it. He really wasn't in a lot of scenes. But, but he was hilarious. I, yes, he was. I loved him. Interestingly enough, I was so excited when I heard this. So Anya Taylor-Joy is the main actress. Do you know that she is acting in the 2023 uh, sequel of Mad Max Fury Road, which is called Furosa? right? She's, she's acting with Tom Hardy. He was in the first one. Chris yeah. Hemsworth. So there is a Mad Max 2 coming out in 2023. I was so happy when I found that out. I was just like, we've got good movies coming even in 2023. I'm looking very forward to that. The world is not over. No, definitely not. (laughs) So this film actually had 58 nominations for awards. 58 nominations and it won 10. The awards that it won were often for costume and makeup and set. So it won the Best Costume Design in the CFCA Award, Best Costume Design in Jury Award, Best Costume Design in the INOCA Award, Best Costume Design Halfway Award, and Best Makeup and Hairstyling. Also, once again, Best Costume, Best Costume, and yeah, the top 10 most popular narrative and animated feature. Obviously, this wasn't an animated feature, but... The way that the actors had to speak and the way that they had to act, for me, was very tight. It was very, very good. Mm. Each actor, they had to perform mm-hmm. on everything they that did. they're saying. It's almost like they have to almost over-dramatize what they're saying. Yeah. But then I thought to myself, you know, don't they often have like, whenever they go to whatever art school or wherever they, they learn how to act... I'm sure they do a lot of these sort of uh, plays. Yeah. Or, you know. Because it's stage. all the old stuff. Like yeah. Shakespeare, Jane Austen. Like the names they have to use, the yeah. way that they have to. Oh, Mr. Knightley. We are that, you know, then they're like, again, not too far back. Yeah, it wasn't that back, but. In Shakespeare time. But it was it in w- a time when English sounded nice. They just, every time they spoke, you were like. 
That was a beautifully constructed sentence. We need That's to speak like, like that, yeah. I felt like they were painting pictures with yes, their words. Yes, what's their words? If oh, only we could speak like that now. You I'm like, get them. You're like, right? <laughs> right? <laughs> I almost feel like, you know, usually when you're acting out, obviously it depends on um, what the director wants, but often what happens is um, when you have to say your lines, you can, there's, two, there's one or two ways you can go about it. You can hit every single word in the script, where it was, how it wanted, and put the full stops where it needed to be. Or you can basically bring across the lines, mm. you know, whatever. You're emotional, you're crying over your spoon that's dirty. I'm not going <laughs> to mention anything dead, but, you know, and then as long as that's the point that you bring. But in this, can you imagine the lines, like the words that you remember? Yeah. There's some words in there that I'm sure even English teachers Shame. will be like, there was actually what does that mean? There was a lot of times I watched B-roll footage and a lot of the B-roll footage was the actors messing up their lines or forgetting. They'd be like, what is that? Shame. And they actually, they were quite sweet about it. They'd be like, sorry. But it obviously, because you don't actually normally see that in B-roll. Honestly, like whenever we watch B-roll footage, they'll show you the explosions. They'll show you the, you know, whatever. But they, they never normally show like, obviously there's the gag reels and that, and then they do, and the bloopers that, that they'll probably put in. But that's more like the actor said a funny line or the actor pulled their face or the actor tripped or, you know, something happened. Whereas in this one, there was quite, with quite a lot of the actors, it happened like, it wasn't just one person. Most of the actors, you'd see them doing the scene and then they'd be like, what was the line again? Or I'm sorry, I forgot the line. So that actually, yeah. I think it did change him. Do you know, though, they had etiquette trainers on set? So, in other words, to watch. Because, obviously, you know, that time it was all about that's etiquette. That's what I'm saying. Yes. So, they had, um, like, advisors. I think that's what they called them, etiquette advisors. They had dance. They had for dancing. And they had, I think they might have said the speaking one as well. But literally, because it was a whole, it's a whole time period. They call it a period piece. That's what this film is. It's obviously... The, it's that period of time. You know, like you have the Renaissance and you have the, the, the different time periods. This is a very specific time in history where they acted very differently. They danced in a specific way. There were certain ways and, you know, things that... Even with the marriage, I don't know if you noticed, they kept speaking about the fact that you don't marry the person... You don't marry someone who's not in your class. Like... So if you come from a poor family, you generally would marry a poor man and you can't you can't expect to marry a rich man because really? yeah, because he's not it's it's you're not in the same it, they call it disparity. So that's, the poor remain poor and the rich remain literally, rich. Literally, yeah. And if the, that's why the one guy, Mr. Churchill, Frank Churchill, when he, he got had married. to he had to marry rich, otherwise uh, his aunt would have but then he, he was in love with someone who was poor. They were so, so disgraced of it. And- yes, so what he did was he didn't announce their engagement to anyone because if he did, his aunt would have basically taken him off her will. Who was it? Mr. Frank Churchill. Yes. Who did he get married to? Jay, you don't know who he got. Wow, right? You really missed the I told you. The, the chick that played the piano very well. So it was her. It was her, yes. But they never announced their engagement because if they did, he wouldn't have received the money. And only after she died did they then say, we actually got married in secret. No, we got engaged in secret so that he could inherit her, uh, her, his, rich, his rich aunt's estate. But... It's that you wouldn't marry oh, unless, man. yeah, or else your fortune was gone. So you could, I suppose, but um, that's yeah. hectic, right? 
This is crazy. Do you know all the music performances in the film are real, played by the actors in character, none are staged. And I was watching B-roll footage. It's true. They literally filmed them on set playing and singing. It's all, none of it, none of it was fake. So every time a piano, violin or someone sings, that's the actor. Even that fast bit. Yep. Yep. Right? Did you know what she was playing? You were like, oh, okay, cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, no, she was very good, though. You can do that, right? Uh, with nah, lots and lots of sure practice. No, with lots and lots of practice. I can play that on guitar. <laughs> there we go. I, I'd have to overdub myself because you've got a left and a right <laughs> yes, hand. Yes, the left so. and the right. Yeah, definitely. Also, so in the dance, the dance sequences were actually very cute. Um, and it's a, for me, it's a, it's a big thing in a Jane Austen adapted film or film adaption is the dance sequences like even in Pride and Prejudice and there's always that conflict like you know like they staring at each other but they're either fighting but also do you know that's how the young people used to flirt in those days with the, with the dance you'd scene. go that's why balls were such a big thing because so that there was, was a, that's where you got hooked up rave club yeah you would go to the ball and if someone asked you to dance it was he liked you man he really liked you and as you were dancing it was your moment that's to meet eyes and the other girl sorry i don't uh, like i know faces not names her friend harriet yes emma's friend yes harriet yes, I harriet got emma Smith. right <laughs> so emma's friend harriet 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 yes harry with an it at the end harriet there we go so it's the female <laughs> version of harry uh, basically yeah Wow, I just learned something <laughs> <laughs> from the 1800s. Uh, what was I going to say? Yes, so that's why when... Uh, Mr. Alton... When, when he asked her to dance... Well, no, no, sorry. He ditched her. Yes. And then Mr. Knightley asked her. Knightley. Yes. I liked Mr. Knightley. He was nice, right? I liked the other guy as well with the black hair. Short black hair or long black hair? He was very tall. That was Mr. Frank Churchill. That guy. His voice. He's got such a presence. <laughs> and a voice. I, was I like, think he's all straight. No, is he British? I think he's British. From what I saw, uh, I need to check the the top the the most the most uh, main role characters. Their interviews. Uh, they were all British except yeah. for Emma. Emma's she, weird. She's born in the US, but I think she's she, not American. Though. I think she went. Is she American? She was born in. Isn't she Swedish or something like that? She's got British citizenship. Oh, uh, but no, isn't that because Anaya of? Taylor. Yes, Born Anya. Miami, Florida, what? United States. But what's her, what's her parents? Six oh. on the 16th of April. Wow. But wow. citizenship, United States, United Kingdom. Argentina. Mm-hmm. Wow. But she's got a British accent. So that, that tells me already... That can only be evidence as to say that she was born she in She was the raised US. in London, yeah. And then she went to... She was raised in London, yeah. To the, the U... The UK. UK. Yes. I was thinking USA, UK. But now back to the dance sequences, right? So in the dark, that whole dance sequence, um, you'll see all of the male and female um, actors and actresses are wearing gloves, except for Emma and Mr. Knight. I knew that. Mm. I saw that. Yeah. I was like, wait a minute. So the reason for that is, first of all, Director Autumn um, has said that she wanted them to have bare hands. She cleared it with the film's etiquette expert and was allowed to do that because the characters had just eaten dinner where they would have removed their gloves. So 
it actually is accurate to the time period. It's not false. And then also she said that she wants it there to almost be like that romantic tension between the two of them um, during the dance because it's almost like they were touching one another barehanded. They weren't gloved. They were... They were touching each other's skin, yes. So she did that. And then also, this is crazy. So, spoiler alert, I'm saying this out loud. I'm doing it. If you don't want to hear the spoiler, go stop, go watch the movie, come back and listen to this because you need to hear this. So at the end of the film, to all of our very delighted, I don't know what the word is, happiness, Mr. Knightley proposes to Emma. And everyone's, yeah! because we all knew they were supposed to be together at the beginning of the film. And when he does that, Emma gets a nosebleed, which was, I think, the oddest response ever in film history to a proposal. It's very good acting at that point. Right? It's for the... She looked so like... No, no, no. Wait, 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 wait. Wait for it, Ryan. Wait. So, apparently, the director, Autumn, often gets nosebleeds herself and spoke to the screenwriter, Eleanor Catton, about including one in the script. There was originally a comedic scene of Harriet, which is Emma's best friend, getting a nosebleed while trying to figure out a charade, and Mr. Woodhouse having to be rushed out of the room as he can't be exposed to the sights of blood. So you know Emma's father obviously freaks out with anything. So that was supposed to happen, but it didn't happen. That, that scene isn't in the film. The nosebleed was later moved to the proposal scene. This is the crazy part. Coincidentally, actress Anya Taylor-Joy, who plays Emma, also gets nosebleeds and was able to get one on cue while filming. In other words, that was her nose bleeding. That was not makeup. That was not special effects. Real nothing. Blood. That was her acting. <laughs> Literally. Like she, she actually got her nose to bleed. I don't even know how that's possible. But she described this as her favorite moments of the entire shoot and a proud moment for her. But I'm like, right? Good job there. You have Damn. control over your nose and your blood. Like that is, that is control of oneself. <laughs> what are the odds? That is the ultimate form of self-control. <laughs> I'm sure that's like one in a million. Like how do you do that? And it happened. My nose has only bled once and it's because someone fell on my head. I'm trying to think if I, my nose ever bled. <laughs> it's the only time. So only once. No, only once. And you fell on your head. No, someone fell on my head. And your nose bled. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But I mean, that makes sense, right? Like, yeah. it's the natural thing to uh, do yeah, or happen. The nose yeah. is on the head. And my, uh, my nose, uh, so in other words, they fell from behind. Uh, they were behind me, sorry. So when they fell, my head went nose first into the ground. That's what happened. And then my nose was bleeding. Okay. But never other, no other reason, Shane. I don't. So, if your nose had to bleed for some then I'm dying. purposes, <laughs> and it had to bleed, at the time when it's supposed to bleed, in front of the camera, that would be even more amazing than this. Yeah, that would be more amazing than this. Because she has a nosebleed, so I suppose she... Exactly. I wonder if she did, because you know how, like, sometimes people, that, so their nose bleeds when it's hot. Like, that's a trigger. Yeah. Like, sometimes there's triggers for it. I wonder if she... She has a trigger, and so what she did was quickly before they, they, they did that shot, she like, I don't know, I don't know if you Sitting can trigger, yeah, <laughs> or do something like, maybe, yeah, but I still, it's quite impressive. Stressful situation. I wonder what, um, that, that, Mr. Knightley, I just can't remember his, the, the name of the actor now, I wonder, he, he must have been like, oh gosh, it's bleeding, her nose is really bleeding, flip. Freaking out. Yeah, I wonder. Probably wanted to stop. 
Yeah. Or maybe they knew. His name's Johnny Flynn. That is the, the actor's name. Apparently, Johnny Flynn. He's a musician. I don't know of him. Oh, but of course, because he played the violin and he sang in the film. Well, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. But I, I thoroughly enjoyed this film. I would like to say this. If you heard me say this, he'd kill me. But so me, my mom and my sister started watching the film. My dad wasn't home yet, and I was pretty sure he wasn't going to be upset if we started watching this film. He then got home while we were watching the film, and he was on his iPad watching other videos, but there was lots of times where I was like, wait, who's that? Because, you know, we're watching it, and we're like, Mr. Knightley, Mr. Alton, and he'd be looking up and watching. And then at the end of the film, my mom happened to leave while we were watching, and I was like, no, you should have stayed. Dad even enjoyed it. And he looked at me, he was like, no, I didn't. But then the shy smile came on his face. I was like, mm, even you got into the film. So my father enjoyed this movie. I would like to put that out there for everyone. <laughs> so if he liked it, then... And, and Ryan, you watched it and you did have good points. And I'm sure your wife enjoyed it. Yeah. So yeah. happy happy wife, happy life. Right? That's See, why I enjoyed it. I got you <laughs> points for your wife. Well, with your wife. See? Right? Thanks, Ash. <laughs> there we go. So to all husbands, boyfriends out there, if you need a film that you and your girlfriend or wife want to watch together, this is it. Chick flick. This is a good one. This is definitely an old school chick flick. Yes. Just warning. So there's nothing funny in the film except in the beginning sequence. Do you even consider this funny? No. It's weird. It's weird. Is, I don't understand. I, like, I feel like <laughs> they think it's an art form. I'm not even joking, Ryan. It's like actors out there think this is an art form. I, even the way they spoke about it in an interview, I was like, these people actually think this is like art. So in the beginning of the film, Johnny Flynn, who plays George Knightley, like literally he doesn't he hasn't even spoken a word. Literally hasn't even said his first line. And his character strips naked and you see him barebacked. Back bare, whatever. But you see a full uh, uh, it's a it's a full shot, so you, you see it. And it's it comes if you see him taking off his shoe, close your eyes for five seconds. I warned Ryan. Count up to ten and just for safety. Okay, count up to ten for safety. It's in the beginning of the film, like very but before he even speaks, it happens. So just but Actors think that getting naked is an art form. Like, I'm not even, jo I'm not even joking about this. Like, they all speak about it like, it's, it's n like for me, honestly, I'd be so embarrassed. I'd be so like, can't we do this, you know? Just like imagine at the premiere, you're sitting there, then it comes on. Yes! And you and look at everyone you like... Everyone's like... <laughs> <laughs> now someone says something awkward or nose dimple or something. I don't know. It's like, what the hell? Imagine walking at the premiere and then everyone starts looking at you weird. That, but You're the like, worst what? part is it's the whole world. The whole world has seen your... Exactly. What your mother gave you. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Like it's on the, and the big freaking screen. I don't get it. I really don't get it. No. I, I wish they'd stop doing it because for me, I was half traumatized. And then later on in the film, he gets upset. He gets exasperated and he starts pulling his... You know, they had like handkerchiefs and stuff. And he stuff, pulls it yeah. out and you're like, no, no, please, please. He doesn't. So you're safe. It's just the beginning. It's just watch out for that, that stupid little sequence. But yeah. Other than that. Can I just comment on two things quickly? <laughs> uh, Miss Bates, the one woman, her reaction, the one that can't stop talking. She was brilliant. Whenever she was on, I was she just was like. She was brilliant. I loved her. Yo, she was she, irritating, but she I, was brilliant. She was like, oh, I can't stop quivering whenever yes. I think about <laughs> Oh, I can't stop shaking. I'm shaking now. Look. <laughs> Whenever I think about it. Oh, so lovely. Oh, and she was so actually so nice. Like she was. she was genuine. Like, shame. She gets hurt in the film. And how she responds, I was like, 
oh, shame, she's so nice, even though she is slightly, um, yeah. I don't know what the term is, but yeah. I think at that point, everyone was like, sus Emma, <laughs> how dare you? Definitely, we were like, my dad even looked up at that point, he was like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> You're in trouble. So, and then the other one is that, obviously in those times, what were they? Were they like servants or slaves or... The, the people that would stand around. Oh, and, yeah, they were, they were servants. They yeah. were brilliant. They were, yeah. Like, do you think that was real in those yes, times? Yes, definitely. The way they just stood around. Yeah. And whenever they needed, they, like, walked. And it was the reality of life. You were either rich or you were poor. If you were poor, that was one of your options. They even go to the outside, and there they are. And the way yeah. that they walk, and the way yes. behind their back, and the way that they dressed. Right. It's just like, like... I must be honest, I... Weird. Like... If if we could invent a time machine just to go back in time to experience like time periods, I'd definitely go to the 1920s. Definitely. Probably would go to the 1960s. Just make sure you're rich. <laughs> right. But I would go, I'd like to go back to this time period as well, just because I feel like it's, it, it was an, it's just interesting to see. It's so different from what we experience today. Should make a movie like that. Right. You go back in time. Ah, I suppose that's our time machine. We'll make a film. Right, we'll call it Back to the Future. <laughs> no, is it like we'll make a film in that time period and then we'll be on these sets and with these clothes and... I'll do the lighting. There we go. Ryan in his, with his headphones on shots. his ears and... They're all long shots. Converse shoe, uh, sneakers on while everyone else is in there. I'll wear proper shoes just in <laughs> case my foot gets in the shot. There we go. Thank you, Ryan. Then it's part of it. Right. POV, you don't, have, you don't you know? have to do, yeah. Exactly. I can do a point of view. <laughs> of your if shoe. I go down by accident, then. <laughs> yeah. But I thought this was a very, I, I thoroughly enjoyed the film. I, I really did. It was something, I've never watched a film like this before. I can honestly say that. Like, it was something fresh. It wasn't like, oh, yeah, it was another action film. Oh, yeah, it was another end of the world, the, the world yeah, movie. Or, uh. it, was, it was something new and fresh, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. Ryan. I'm doesn't gonna, want to admit it, but he. I'm going to ask your dad about this film. <laughs> Don't tell him I said what I said. He'll deny everything. But I promise you, you can ask my sister and my mom. They both saw the smile on his face when I said there that. There was humor in it. There was humor in it, right? And he has three girls. He doesn't have any sons. He can be mushy. A man is a man. <laughs> From the inside out. <laughs> but he does have three girls. So, you know. Exactly. That's already enough. Okay, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> so this has been the movie show right here on Active FM. Until next week. Mm-hmm. We are signing out. And maybe next week we'll have another funny movie. Right. Hopefully. Let's have an action, Tash. Uh, I'm gonna, I've given us so many action I'm going to go look up who's <laughs> the most action-packed person, character. Whenever you see him, uh, I'm going to get like Chris Hemsworth. No, Chris Hemsworth is a borderline. I'm going to look for someone that's like... Something good. Chuck Norris. <laughs> right. Really? So until next week, (laughs) see you guys then. Peace out. Have your popcorn and uh, stuff ready. Mm -hmm. Yes. Cheers. Enjoying the Active FM show? Well, then catch us on Instagram at Active FM777, Twitter and Gab at Active FM, Facebook at Active FM forward slash triple seven, as well as YouTube at Active FM and our website at www.activefm.co.za. Don't stop, don't hesitate, find, follow, and enjoy us on all our different platforms. You don't want to miss out.